Good morning, church. Good morning. <coughs> it's a wonderful day to serve the Lord. <coughs> Good praise and worship this morning. Good vibes. Sitting there earlier, standing here while she was gone to pick up some people, my wife, Brenda. And uh, we're just trying to saturate the place with a pleasant spirit. Because we don't have to go far to find and experience distasteful spirits. Am I right about that? Even sometimes with our own selves. We definitely need to look there first. I was listening to Apostle speak about getting that job. Uh, I remember us, what, a couple weeks ago? We were sitting there talking and I say, sometimes where's God in it? Sometimes God will take you from one thing and have something better for you to, to get to. But it's hard to see that during your trials of darkness and tribulations, isn't it? And that's why we need people to speak into us sometimes the things. Everybody needs somebody to speak into their life that they can have confidence in and, you know, share yourself so that you can get help. But the way the world is today and the way people are today, you know, it's hard to talk to people about your innermost because nobody cares about all your great victories Soon as you get a little bit of smudge, that's what they're going to look at. <laughs> when people leave here, they don't, they don't talk about how much we fed them and gave them money and everything. They don't talk about that. They don't talk about how we done brought in over $70 million worth of food products and money and spread it all around the world. See, they don't look at that. They don't look at the size of this church, the money that, 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 that we take up one offering a week. They don't look at that. But God still has written this thing out all these years because it started with God and it will end with God. This is House of Destiny. This is what we're about. We're about the truth in the lives of people who are hurting and going through and have situations in their life and we don't have time to talk about one another or judge one another or do any of that old stupid stuff, you know, that church folk be doing. Amen? We're going to talk about tragic vows this morning. Tragic vows. Do you know that some vows that we make to God can bring death to ourselves or somebody else. So we'll let the word speak to us this morning. And as usual, we're going to give you some in-depth about things. Let's go to the book of Ecclesiastes. Wood testing, testing. <clears throat> I want you to 
Go with me now. If you would. Ecclesiastes, the fifth chapter, um, verses one through four. Mm-hmm. Are we there? King Solomon speaking here. Let's see what he has to say. He says here to keep thy foot when thou goest to the house of God. Amen. It says, and be more ready to do what? Wow. And be more ready to hear than to give the, what, sacrifices of who? Fools. For they consider not that they do evil. Listen to me, church. Stop right there. Let God do some talking. Some more talking. Now, every once in a while, an intellectual fool, We'll come up in here. Am I right about it, Tom? Who's got more intellect than spirituality? But knows a little bit about the Word of God. Knows a little bit of the different dialects, which they shouldn't even be speaking because it's a tongue that nobody else does understand unless you're going to interpret it. Why say it like that? Talking in English, Paul said, look, I'd rather say a few words where people can understand it than to talk in the many tongues of angels and everything else and nobody understand nothing I say. Amen. Say it once in a while, an intellectual fool. I'm, I'm in with Scripture now. He said, now be more ready to do what? Here, when you come into the house of the Lord. That's what he said. And don't be giving. He said, keep your foot. Mm-hmm. Keep your stance. You know. Know the order. And not only that, but be more ready to hear. Don't come here acting like you already know. You know. But humble yourself. In the sight of the Lord. And he will lift you up. Amen? Amen. So, every once in a while, they'll come to And they'll throw out their life. <laughs> Ain't been in three minutes. And already, they challenging you. Remember? How you dealt with that? Mm-hmm. Because some people know more than they know. In their mind. And it can get you messed up. Amen. Best be humble and always teachable. Because like I said this morning. And I said to you all. Everybody got their own journey in this thing. Your journey ain't mine. You don't want to wear my shoes. And I probably don't want to wear yours. This is mine. And I'm you know. I'm riding in this. With the Lord. In my journey, you're riding in yours, right? Amen. So that puts more focus on 
what we need to do and how we need to stay connected in, through the madness of it all. You see. But see, them intellectuals, they gone now because, see, the word of God will supersede their intellect. And they won't be able to handle it. You understand? Because now they figured out, man, this is higher than I am. You know, I don't know what I think I know. And that what I do know, only a little portion of it I'm able to perform. Amen? How about you? See, we're going to focus on tragic vows today that, 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 that we get involved with sometimes. So, he said, now, and be more ready to hear and don't give the sacrifices of a fool, of the fools or intellects, you know, when they come in thinking they know it at all, you know, that's a fool. <laughs> See, I'm going to get back around to the scripture to show you what I was talking about. That's a fool to come up in there thinking they know, you don't know what God has to say. Amen? Amen. All right. Now, because they don't consider, the Bible says, the evil that they do. And then he say, don't be rash with your mouth. And let thine heart be hasty to utter anything before God. God is in heaven. And we upon the earth. Now, us. Therefore, let thy what? Words be what? What did I say in the car this morning, brother? About less words. Few words. Wise man. Wise man don't talk too much, but when they do talk, you need to listen. Amen? So, you can learn wisdom from a fool, you know. I mean, come on, you know. Uh, 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 Solomon, same man that I'm reading now, he said in the book that in all his foolishness, his folly, wisdom was still there with him. And it's the same with me, and it's the same with you. Even in your craziest of moments, wisdom is still there to contain you somehow. That's the grace and the mercy of God on our life. Y'all need to hear what God is saying. Verse 3 says, For a dream coming through the multitude of business, and a fool's voice is known by a multitude of words. We talk too much. We got a big mouth. That's what the problem is. We talk too much. The Bible says, that's a fool. So a fool's voice is known by a multitude of his words. And then it goes on and it says in verse 4, When thou vowest vow unto God, don't you defer to pay it. For he had no pleasure, call him a fool too. Those that make vows, don't pay him. All right, come on, come on. Let me show you a way out on this though. Show you well. Do the word. For he had no pleasure in fools, so pay that which thou hast vowed. All right, all right, okay. Now, he's, we're talking about tragic vows. We're talking about making a rash 
type of vow to God. You know what I'm saying? Lord, if you just get me out of this, you know, I'll do this over here. We try to negotiate with God. And God's sitting there laughing at us, but his grace and mercy say, go ahead. He, he loved me and I love him so, you know, try to keep me on. Stay on point. Now, Leviticus, you see, it would appear here in Ecclesiastes that there's no way out when you make a vow and you don't pay, right? Remember, this is Old Testament, but I'm bringing it into spirituality, all right? All right, let's go to Leviticus. I'm going to show you the way out when you make a vow and you don't pay it, all right? Show you the way out. Leviticus 5, verses 4 through 6. I want you to look at this. Leviticus 5, verses 4 through 6. Amen? Watch this. Leviticus 5, verses 4 through 6. Or if, watch this, or if a soul swear, that means give a vow, right? Pronouncing with his lips to do evil, mm. or to do good, whatever it be that a man shall pronounce with an oath, and it be hid, he shall be gifty in one of these. Let me clarify this to you before I go any further. What he's saying now: anytime you swear by an oath, make a vow to God. Whether it's evil or whether you think it's good, because everything you think good ain't good. I'm going to show you that, too, in a minute. You understand what I'm saying? And it winds up either way. When you make the vow, you thought you were doing a good thing, or you might have known you were doing an evil thing, but you did it anyway. You made the vow, right? And then you find out later that that which you thought was good, that's evil. You know what I'm saying? But you done made the vow, right? And the Bible says in the book of Ecclesiastes, it seems to lock you in on if you make that vow, you got to pay it, right? But watch the word. Watch what God said. How to do it. He said, now you done made this vow and you done figured out it ain't the right thing to do. Amen? I'm going somewhere, church. Just give me a minute. Let God just do what he's going to do. Oh, he's going to do it. He says that. And it shall be, once you figure this thing out, that, hey, I done made a vow. Now, Lord, all right, God, God said, I got I to wait for you to get out of it now. He said, now, in verse 5, and it shall be, when he shall be guilty in one of these things, amen, he done figured it out now, right? That he might confess that he has sinned in that thing. See, he can confess it. Watch this. Here's the sacrifice. And he shall bring his way out. And he shall bring his trespass of offering unto the Lord for his sin, because he don't recognize his vow. Wasn't a good thing, right? Which he has sinned. He, all he got to do, if he can bring a female flock, uh, 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 bring, bring a female from the flock, a lamb, a kid or a goat, for a sin offering. And the priest shall make an atonement for him concerning his sins. All right. That's the way out, right? Confess it. And bring your sacrifice. 
And God said, I release you from that vow, right? <laughs> See, God slick, man. Now, all this is spiritual. You can bring that into the new. And all you got to do is confess it to Jesus because Jesus is a sacrifice and we the priest, right? And we bring it to, to who? The priest, you. You bring it to yourself and give it to God, right? And God said, I'll release you from that vow. Oh, boy, ain't he, ain't, ain't he good? Ain't you good? Ain't you good? See, there's some hidden stuff in that bar. You go up in there, you get your head busted. You know, that's why they don't go too deep in the thing, because it'll bust your head, won't it? <laughs> bust that head wide open. And get an intellect come up here talking about they know something. Man, you need to sit down. Please. <laughs> Please. Watch God. Watch God. Because, see, the way out can be in there, and we not even see it, because nobody never showed it to us. Now, let's deal with this fatal vow now. Let's deal with it. Now, don't forget about Leviticus, because I'm, I'm going to go back to that same thing. Because I'm, I'm going to show you something here, why this is called tragic vows. Go to Judges 11. The book of Judges. Judges, Judges, Judges. 11th chapter. Amen. We're going to go from 29 through 35. 11th chapter. Verse 29 through 35. All right. Now watch this. Talking about Jephthah. Jephthah was one of the judges in the Old Testament. Amen? And they had been warring with some folk. And finally they had to come up against Ammon, Lot's second son, through incest. It means tribal. Remember that. Ammon. Tribal. I'm a Democrat. That's tribal. I'm a Republican. That's tribal. I'm this, conservative. That's tribal. I'm black. I'm, that's tribal. I'm white. That's tribal. All these cliques. Ammon. Tribal. You understand what I'm saying? I'm Baptist. That's tribal. I'm Methodist. That's tribal. I'm Catholic. That's tribal. You, you get the message? And this is a war. That we in Israel have to fight against. Amen? Because we Israel. Better know you are. <laughs> Somebody else take you, your stuff from you. Mm-mm. That's why you got to study. Know who and what you dealing with and who you are. And go through this thing in life. Take this journey. It get a little dark sometimes, but it's still light and dark. God said, I'm, I'm still light and dark. Just shut up and walk. Keep walking. Amen? Quit crying and keep walking. What the baby going to do? You don't took the baby job. That's the baby job to cry. <laughs> Come on. Get the job back where it belongs. Now, Jephthah, one of the judges, it means... God opens. Amen? 
Now watch the word. Verse 29 of Judges, the 11th chapter. Verse 29 says, Then the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jephthah, which means God opens us up. Amen? Because the Spirit, when the Spirit of the Lord comes, what does it It opens you, right? Am I right about it? And now notice now, Jephthah is a judge. He's leading the army. And they're fighting against that tribal spirit known as Ammon. Amen? But there's things, some things we're going to have to go through. See, this part, church folk don't like. When they start throwing out this stuff, we'll call work call. See, you got to work with this thing. Right? Even in your dog's hours, am I right about it, Marcelin? You still got to work with it, don't you? All right. <laughs> you know, it ain't no tiptoe through the tulips. Everything going to be all right. Yeah, it's going to be all right. But something we still going to have to go through and deal with, too, for it to be all right. If we keep the faith and do it to the end, right? No matter what you're going through. <laughs> the Bible says here that Jephthah... When the Spirit of the Lord came before him in verse 29, put it up there, boy. He says that, and he passed over Gilead. See, you just can't read this. You got to see what's going on here. Now, the Spirit of the Lord done opened them up, right? Keep it up there, son, because uh, I'm going to dissect this for these people. Just, and he opened them up, right? Now he's going with Israel. That's your own personal journey too. Keep it personal. You're going to fight against that tribal spirit that's in you. You know, to say you this or you that or you 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 that thing that try to keep you in a box. Amen. Come on. First thing you got to do is you got to pass over Gilead in order to get to right here. Right? To get rid of this tribal spirit, it's some stuff you got to go through, right? First thing you got to do is you got to pass over once the Spirit of the Lord comes on you, you get saved, you know, you're working with this thing now, you know. You got to pass over Gilead. You can't overlook that word over. That word over there means to invalidate. How many of us got some things in our life we need to make invalid? Come on, I'm the only one. Okay, I'm in a house full of lies. I'm going to ask this again. And the one other hand that came up after mine, it was so slow. So I'm going to do this again, and everybody is able to tell the truth by lifting up their hand to the Lord and say, yeah, Lord, it's me. I'm the one standing in the need of prayer. How many of us got some things in our life that we don't need to invalidate. We need to invalidate, right? That's better, but there's still some liars up in here. Because, see, 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 their heart ain't right. See, what they do, I'm going to tell you how ignorant people are. I'm going to take my glasses off. I'm going to have to take my glasses You know, I thought I was going to preach for about 15, 20 minutes. But God got something to say. I'm just going to let him do what he's going to do. Can he just do it? Because we still got to get on into the message. But still got to throw some other stuff out here too. 
Now here we are, stupid as a mule. And the Bible says, when you come into the house of the Lord, be more ready to hear. Now, you'll block your heart off. Because you're thinking that when I'm the one telling you to <laughs> raise your hand, you know, give him some praise, it really be him. But you don't block your heart off. And you have denied God. I'm not up here on my own accord. If I was up here on my own accord, I wouldn't be able to do this because, you see, I don't even feel the pain. I told the people last week, I don't feel no pain when I'm up here. I'm on roll because the Spirit of the Lord is the one that's speaking. You got to understand, you got to be careful with your heart. You got to be careful what your heart allows you to think. It's dangerous, people. It's dangerous. You're not responding to me. My God, that scares the hell out of me. Wow. Lost. Take care of that. Forgive it. Forgive it. Now I'm telling you now, forgive that type of thing. That thing hurts you. Now, first thing you got to do is invalidate some things, right? right? All right. That's that word over. Put it back up there, boy, son. Now, because they got to see this. So you got to invalidate Gilead. You know what Gilead is? It means the rocky regions in your life. You see, see sometimes we allow what we're going through to dictate us as to who we are. Amen? See, you got to invalidate them rocky places like, you know, yeah, you, are, you know, what did I tell you right there? Sometimes God will close something. Where God at in all this? I told you that right there. I said, well, you got to see where God is. And I say, sometimes God will close the door just to give you something better. That less than two weeks ago. That was God. See, he heard. I say, anytime you think you're afraid, you go in your office at your house and, and at your school and look around the walls. You ain't got room on your walls to put no more stuff up. I say, that stuff wasn't given to you. When you go in my office, you think that was given to Brenda and I when you see all that stuff around her? No. <laughs> you better back up. You better back up. <laughs> you better back up. Now, so we got to invalidate this rocky region that's in our life. You know when you're going through. Put it back up there, son. And, and then you got to pass over, invalidate Manasseh. Take it down. So I got to explain that. So I'm going to break it all the way down. Manasseh means to forget. How many of us can't forget about what we've gone through? You know what I'm saying? Or you can't forget about what somebody else 
is going through and it's stuck in your mind and it's still living in you as a part of you when you need to forget it. Amen? Now we're going over here to fight that tribal spirit because that's the one that ain't got us free. But we got to take a journey to get there. We got to pass over now with the spirit of the Lord in you. You got to pass over, you got to invalidate them rocky things in your life. And then you got to forget. You got to invalidate that remembrance of the past where you just live in the past all the time. You know, you got to invalidate that. You got to pass over that. Put it up there, son. I got some more I got to give. And you got to pass over to a place called Mizpah of Gilead. Mizpah means watchtower. It means your soul. See, we're talking about everything in here. And the first thing you got to do, where's that rocky region at? In Gilead, right? Because that's what Gilead is, right? Where you catching hell at? In your where? Somebody say, my soul. Come on, y'all. Y'all slow up in here. Come on. Eight cornflakes this morning. Or maybe y'all trying to catch this. You know what I'm saying? Maybe y'all just try, okay, let me follow. You know, maybe it's like that. You know, because maybe, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I got to realize that <laughs> there's a lot of stuff right here. You know, there's a lot of stuff right here. And it's part of the journey. So I say it's part of the journey. That's what makes it so sweet. That's why the Lord say give thanks in all things. <laughs> but it's the will of God concerning you. God know what he's doing. He took that old stinking job. <laughs> I'm so glad. I was praying. I said, Lord, show it. Lord showed it. And then give something better. You understand know what I'm saying? Living in a place where weed killer is. Killing your growth. That's good man right there, y'all. That's good leader right there. That's your man. That's your man. See, you ain't got to be all the way up in here all the time. All you got to do is just be the bulldog. You got to be in the house. Because <laughs> you got to watch the little chicken. You know what I'm saying? And the, and the, and the little sheep. Old wolf will eat them up. <laughs> wolf. Put that up there, man. All right. You got to pass over. You got to get the mispower within yourself. In other words, you got to get a revelation within yourself about this rocky region. And then you got to go from that soul, that rocky place, that mispower of Gilead is that rocky place in your soul. You got to get away from that, right? Then you're finally able to reach those things in us called the children of tribalness, amen, that old tribal spirit. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know what I'm talking about. They put everything in a category. That tribalism. That's what that is. And it's a lie. Because the Bible say, from the blood of one man came all men. Take it down. So where's all this tribalism? 
I tell you where it comes from, sin. Trying to be God instead of us trying to be what we are. We're gods, the Bible says, but you're going to die like men. Amen. Verse 30 says, now watch this. Talking about that tragic vow. See, y'all thought I had forgot. Let me come on down. And just letting God just be free. Do what he's going to do. That's all. Right then. Verse 30. Put that up there, sir. Verse 10 says, And Jephthah, the one that God has opened up, vowed a vow, there it is, unto the Lord. Mm. That was a rash vow. And said, If thou without fail deliver me, in other words, if you allow us to beat these Ammonites behind. Next verse. Then, see, you negotiate with God. You made a vow, right? Then it shall be, here's a fatal vow right here, that whatsoever comes forth of the doors of my house to meet me. That is dangerous. When I return in peace from the children of Amos, surely shall surely be the Lord. He done dedicated something. First thing is going to come through the doors of his house. He done dedicated it to sacrifice. To God. And you don't know what's going to be coming through here. (laughs) And I will offer it up for a burnt offering. For burnt offering. Let me see if I got that next. I might not. Now, here this man is now. He done made a vow. Yeah, he made one. Go to the next. Verse 32. Verse 32 says, So Jephthah passed over unto the children of Ammon. You find it at a fight, a might against them. And the Lord delivered them into his hand. That's what he negotiated for, right? Victory. But he also made that vow. He negotiated with God, did he not? Come on, y'all. Didn't he? Yeah, I got to remember now, we're teaching up here some heavy stuff, so, you know, I, I, I got to understand that. I, I do. No, I do. I do. Take time for this stuff. Take time for me. So, Jephthah, he passed over, verse 32, I've already read it. Give me verse 33. And he smoked. Now he's killing some stuff, Right? After he done went through all that other stuff, right? Y'all remember now? He done went through the rocky region. He done went through the dark night. He done went through a whole lot of stuff just to get there to fight that tribal of the spirit. Now, you just don't walk up in there like you all that. Now, and he smote them from Aurora. The, per, the, the, the thing, that word means ruins. You see, the things that's been ruining, somebody say me. <laughs> Say it with some strength. Yeah. The things that's been ruining me, I got to kill out. Right? I'm in a battle, right? Smoke means kill it. Right? So you got to, the thing, after you get through all that, the things that's been ruining you, (laughs) you're going to kill it. Ain't no option. 
in order to be free from Ammon, right? Because he'd keep you in a tribe. In other words, he'd keep you under control. And his, being under his control don't give you freedom like being under the control of God gives you freedom. Y'all don't hear me. I'm talking to experience. Now, <laughs> now this word, this word here says that in verses 33, after you take out the ruins in you, even till thou come to minute. Minute means to distribute something. Now watch this. Alright. Here you are. You're in that old, you're fighting this tribal spirit, right? And you, and, and, and you find them hard. Now, there's something else you're going to have to fight in there that's hidden inside of Ammon. And that's that thing that gives you the desire to do what you do. Because it's through the desire comes a place called mimeth, which means to distribute. See, whatever you desire, you're going to distribute it. You understand what I'm saying? If you desire love, you're going to distribute love. If you desire chaos and drama, you're going to distribute chaos and drama. Whatever your desire is, you're going to distribute it. So we're dealing with the desires that ruin us. We got to kill it, and we got to kill the desire because there's no need to take down and destroy the spider web unless you kill the spider. Because if you don't kill the spider, then the web is going to come back. Do you under? Who am I talking to in the house beside me? Or who is God talking to? Who is God talking to this morning about tragic vows? He made a vow. Whatever come through the door first, just give me victory. You know, or just give me a million dollars and I'll do this and I'll do, you know. Yeah. Can I just say it? We bullshitting God. Can I just say it to the world? Because that's exactly what we're doing. And so sometimes you just got to get down in the dirt like Jesus did. See, the problem with preachers is that they're too sanitized. They can't get dirty. And you can't reach people if they can't get dirty. <laughs> Free me from it. Free me from it. So, verse 33 goes on to say, even the twin cities, which represents the unification that the desire and the ruins had together. See, they had a covenant. You got to destroy that encounter inside you. That word city, that means them encounters that it give you. You know them things you run up on through your desire. Make you feel for this and make you feel. Oh, come on, y'all. Y'all messing with me this morning. Y'all messing with me this morning. Are y'all getting this? Yes. Can I take my time just a little bit more? Yes. Uh, just, just a little bit more. Y'all a good crew. 
went unto the plain. Put it up there, son. Verse 33. Judges 11, verse 33. Now, he's still killing stuff, right? He done made it to that tribalistic spirit, but that thing got a lot of stuff in it. And unto the plain of the vineyard, that's the spirit of it. Amen? You got to kill it, too. <laughs> With a, what kind of, not just a slaughter, but a what kind of slaughter? In other words, that spirit don't die easy. Boy, he's trying to tell us something there. He said, you, now this and it, now you done, you done got to the core of it now. You understand what I'm saying? You, you, start, you down off all in there, the worm is all the way down in the apple now. And now you see where this thing came from. And now you got to kill that. And you got to do that with a very great slaughter. In other words, that thing keep coming. You got to be ready for that one, Apostle. You know what I'm saying? That's that big one. You know. That's what God's trying to tell us. Next verse. Let me move on. Mm-hmm. Next verse. And Jephthah came to me as far into his house. Right. He goes back into his soul. He started watching himself. And behold, look who came through the door first. His daughter. Tragic vow. Because he done sacrificed his daughter. Because he done told God. And he done vowed God. That first thing come through that door. Didn't I tell us we better watch our mouths? We talk too much. We do. I don't like that. I don't like tailbearing. I can't stand that. That's dangerous. That get people killed or get you killed. Or stop your blessing. Oh, no. Oh. All right. And Jephthah came to me as far. In other words, God's got your soul open. And behold, his daughter came. The daughter is the builder of God in us. It's just like the son. They both mean the same thing. The builder of the family of God. Are we, is not the spirit of God the builder of the family of God? It ain't us. It's the spirit in us. Amen? Amen. Well, he, he doesn't sacrifice. <laughs> the man doesn't kill the very thing that gives him life. Put it back up there. They got to see it. Yeah. And behold, his daughter came out to meet him with timbrel and dancing, and she was his only child. Ain't but one God and that spirit of God, right? Ain't but one God, the Bible says, and the power that be. Ain't but one power, he says. And whatever other power that's distributed, it came from him. That's in the book of uh, Romans. Besides her, he had neither son nor daughter. He doesn't kill the spirit. That first thing come through after a victory. Watch this. After God do something great in our life, first thing come through the door is God's blessing and stuff. And then we turn around and sacrifice it like a fool. We get a thousand dollars and we go out and just bam. Gotta have this. Gotta have. Oh. All right. I know I ain't going to see no head, Lord. Here I am, Lord. You have mercy on me. Just have mercy on me, man, like you've been doing. You know what I'm saying? So he sacrificed his daughter, right? Son, can you hit me back over there in Leviticus 5, those verses? If you need me to call it out, I will. 
Now, him being a judge, don't you think he should have known the Torah, the Old Testament? Don't you think he should have known the Old Testament people, the man being a judge over Israel? Y'all, y'all act like y'all want a dumb, stupid preacher or something. I don't know what y'all want this body. I don't even know if y'all know what y'all want this body. You know what I'm saying? But I know one thing y'all catching this word. Cause God is using a, 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 such a, a surgical instrument of such a difficult message that it's, He makes it good to us. He makes it good to us. You see, I ain't no need for me to pound. No, no, we're doing surgery on us. God is doing circumcision on us this morning, showing us, you know, how to get a little better, okay? All right? Watch the man. Are you there, son? Can I get that chapter back? Leviticus, fifth chapter. I think it's the fifth. Let me check. Okay. Now, remember. Jephthah done locked himself in as if he got to do that vow, right? He feel he ain't got no charge, right? So now, he's so compelled until he finna kill the biggest blessing that he could ever have, the Spirit of God in him, the daughter. So he swears. It says here in the book of Leviticus, here's the remedy if you make a vow and you find out. It's bad for business, amen? Well, by now, when she walked through that door, he figured out that vow was really evil. He thought it was good, remember? But it turned out evil, didn't it? And, he, and God gave him a way out. Uh, but he, he was so, that's why we need somebody to talk to us. Preachers are the loneliest people I know of. We can't talk to nobody. <laughs> we talk to somebody. <laughs> or if a soul swear. Pronouncing with his lips to do evil or to do good. Whatsoever it be that a man shall pronounce with an oath and it be hid from him. When he knoweth of it, then shall he be guilty in one of these. And that's what he did. He figured out, okay, this is bad. Next verse. But if he figured that out, he should have figured this out too. And it should be when he shall be guilty in one of these things that he shall, all he had to do was confess, Right? That he has sinned in that thing, right? Never. And he shall bring his trespass offering unto the Lord. We can do that through Christ now, right? Christ made these for us. For his sin which he has sinned. That's all he had to do. And then go to the priest and let the priest do this little thing, this little atonement, which we don't have to do all that no more. Jesus has done that. So after we don't confess that thing to God, do the Manassas. Forget it. Keep, just keep walking. You know? Don't be, don't terrorize yourself because you're trying to live up to the standard of this world. Don't do that, people. It's too heavy. You got your own journey. Bless the Lord in that journey, regardless of what you're going through. Love a little more. Take a little more time out, you know. Be willing to get a little more dirty. (laughs) 
You do. See, sometimes my wife don't even understand me. I'm a complicated person. But that's how God works in me. Because even in my darkest hole, I'm there talking about the Lord. See, that's what folks don't realize. <laughs> see, they see what they see, but they don't see. And on that note, House of Destiny, y'all are a blessed people. Continue to do good. Continue to love each other. And just be happy. Enjoy the ride. Amen? Amen. Then give God some praise.